0: Is in the know for friday november 4 the 308th day of 2022 there are 57 days left in the year good morning mb guiding you through in the know at k105 on litchfield's country station 1039 the moose live online at k105.com via the apple and android smartphone app using the soundcloud itunes or spotify podcast on facebook on youtube on twitter hashtag is in the know coming up today we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country, we'll wrap up a big week, got a big weekend in store, daylight saving time comes to an end, and we'll have day number four of thankful giving, that and a whole lot more coming up today, here on in, the no settling into my left, rolling mock nine with her hair on fire, the mom is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, it's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing?
1: I'm okay. I'm double fisting, so you
0: know. You got tea, and what else you got? Oh, you got some type of what yeah, is that?
1: It's a hydroxy cut energy um, and weight loss. I didn't have any energy shots this
0: morning. Okay, so you just decided to go with that? Yeah. Well, oh,
1: needed something. I don't drink coffee. Works so. for me.
0: Whatever, uh, whatever works. We were talking with Natalie on Wednesday about possibly replacing the turkey on the Thanksgiving table. Uh, For people, A, that find it cost prohibitive, but heaven forbid for those people who say they hate turkey, I can't believe someone would say that, but apparently someone did. The front runner is ham to replace the turkey at Thanksgiving (laughs) with 47.11% of the vote, uh, uh, turkey's cousin, chicken, mm-hmm. gets about thirty-one percent of the vote, and then uh, you know there are a few other people that said tofurkey or some of those yeah. other things. But all right, I'm not surprised that ham is the is the runner-up to the turkey. Are you?
1: I'm not surprised You're at not. that at all. Like no. she
0: said, you know some families have uh, some families have both, so might still do that as well. Go smaller on the bird, and bigger on the hog. Living high on the hog, if you like. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Bowling Green, Sam Gornley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Mel. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm concerned for your safety.
2: Why? Because I would take ham over turkey?
0: Nope. Doesn't have a thing to do with your culinary choices. <laughs> the odds that you'll be killed by a plane falling from the sky are 1 in 25 million. Oh, well. The odds that it's going to happen today, only 1 in 7 trillion. What? So it's got me a little worried about you going outside today.
2: If I drive through Brownsville, are there a lot of planes <laughs> flying through
0: the sky? I mean, there was one that came out of the sky in Harlan yesterday. I'll tell you about that when we get into into the headlines. So
2: And that it, wasn't a shot at Brownsville. That was more just, that's going to be our, our path more than likely to get to Greenwood.
0: Got to go through there at least twice today. If you want to get home. Well, I mean, I can go.
1: uh, If you're in the Sunfish area, that is actually a flyover um, for military aircraft. You know why? Mm
0: -hmm. Because planes love God's country. And that's some of the prettiest country through there. It's high and it's rolling and it's (laughs) picturesque. And it's. I didn't realize that until this week. Do they go around Butler County? uh, Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, you know that never mind <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to i don't want to pick a fight with butter no no, today. no no uh sunny they, they get a, they get to host a huge home playoff game today so good, good for luck. them yeah good good murray good. good for them i did come through there on monday boy they show up for trick-or-treating oh really yes i came through there monday afternoon about four o'clock and i was like well you all are they got they blocked off the square and everything well they don't really have a square they have a half they
2: blocked off. Their yeah, but they've hat. done a nice job
0: revitalizing their downtown. <laughs> yeah, seems to be It's yeah. good. Yeah, it's uh, sunny with near uh, record warmth. Yeah, none of that was a knock. I just came through town when people were trick-or-treating on the sidewalks, and I That's thought... That's what they're supposed to be doing. Wow, okay, showing out. Uh, sunny with near record warmth today. We're going to see a wet, windy Saturday. Uh, yeah, you're going to see like 20 to 30 mile an hour winds uh, possible for tomorrow. Even going to be a little bit windy today, 10 to 15 miles per hour, and we'll stay that way overnight as the rain for tomorrow moves its way in. But we will see sunshine expected by Sunday afternoon. Highs return to the 70s. going to see 76 for your high on Monday, 74 for election day, a few clouds, but mostly sunshine. If you wait until Tuesday to vote, which I know people will, but uh, voting is obviously underway. But today, sunny, a high of 80. It may be the last day of the year that we see our high start with an eight. I mean, can't rule it out, but uh, at least for the foreseeable future, it's the last time. Increasing clouds, 65 tonight, windy and rainy tomorrow with a high of 70. So maybe a good day for your leaves are going to get wet tomorrow, but the wind's probably going to move them somewhere else before they get wet. But once they get wet, they're going to have trouble going anywhere for at least if, a little. If
2: anybody while. needs needs any, we, we got a couple,
1: right?
0: Well, yeah, well, and there's no sense in really tackling them until they're until the trees are finished. And like, why bother? They're just going to have to do it again. In yeah, yeah days. I, I got,
1: considered bringing the leaf blower, um, but I'm going to wait till the rest fall.
0: You're going to need a bigger battery. That's true. Or a backup battery (laughs) or something. You're going to need a bigger boat. You're going to need a bigger battery. (laughs) Uh, You know, a few weeks ago, we were sharing with you our experience at a recent uh, Grayson County School Board meeting. And where at Clarkson. They recognized a bunch of the students of the the month from all the various uh, classrooms in the school. I learned yesterday afternoon that uh, she's a member of the family, Uh, Abby Howlett was uh, received uh, student accolades, a student of the month at Grayson County High School. And um, Abby has uh, Mrs. Hamilton, Mrs. Mooneyham, Mrs. Jarbo, Mr. Anderson, and uh, Deanna Lasley as uh, her educators. And so that award is based on several factors, but it's, uh, maybe a student has had a great month or made market improvement. It has a social component to it It had a, has a leadership component to it. So, uh, congratulations to Abby. I know Ken is proud of her, mm-hmm. uh, we're all proud of her, yeah. but wanted to take a moment to spotlight her. And there she is with her, with her certificate standing outside the gymnasium door, doorways, um, there in the lobby at Grayson County High School. It's
2: crazy the, to think that she's, I think she's a sophomore. This, this
0: is my, yeah. th- this is the biggest <laughs> takeaway. Okay. So, so I learned of this yesterday and I, and I heard, like, oh, hey, yeah, great. Hey, that's awesome. And then I, I s- make sure we get a photo. Uh huh. Okay. So I see the photo and I go, how did Abby Hallett get to high school?
2: listen yes you so, think was still at wilkie
0: i mean as far my as i know mind, she was still at home right? toddling mind, around yes she she was
1: you know still the little girl who <laughs> laid on my couch one day because ken was working and and abby didn't feel well she was this teeny tiny little thing mm-hmm. hadn't started school yet I, I mean and now she's a sophomore yeah that's a, it's amazing
0: Who's this person masquerading as Abby Hallett? Abby Hallett's little. I know, right? right? She's, she's too young to be in high school. Well, it's
1: kind of like watching Misty's kids grow up, and now we're watching Ken's kids grow up. That's and, right. You know, and we're it's...
0: watching Sam grow up, too. So it's really something. <laughs> I, was just saying, I got no kids, kids for you to, Let's to watch. get to the headline. Congratulations, Abby. Yes. And, uh, and uh, congratulations for... Uh, to, uh, to Ken, a Litchfield man has been seriously injured in a motorcycle crash on Shrewsbury Road after allegedly v- uh, viciously assaulting two women. This happened last night uh, just before 10 o'clock. LPD officers uh, Skaggs and Jennings were responding to the assault on Roberts Court when Skaggs made contact with the suspect, a 64-year-old Thomas Bruce, leaving the scene on a Kawasaki motorcycle. They attempted to stop Bruce, failed to yield as he turned on to West White Oak. They did not pursue in the interest of uh, public safety and because they knew who they were uh, looking for. Then just before 10 o'clock, Bruce crashed the motorcycle in the 8,000 block of Shrewsbury Road, and the motorcycle traveled in a ditch for about 150 feet before crashing. He suffered multiple injuries, was transported by EMS to Grayson County High School where they set up a landing zone, the uh, LFD did, and he was airlifted from the scene to the University of Louisville hospital so that was a uh, i mean obviously some started with a, allegedly a vicious attack and then leads to you run from police and you end up uh airlift going flying to to Louisville so that's all the details we know uh, uh all the details I know as of this morning attorney general daniel cameron is reminding kentuckians that Suspected election law violations and voting irregularities should be reported to the Attorney General's Election Fraud Hotline, 800-238-VOTE. The Attorney General's Fraud Hotline is active throughout the year and records messages 24 hours a day, seven days a week. During the general election, the hotline will be staffed and calls will be answered live during early in-person voting days, which run through the 5th as well as on Election Day, November 8th. The hotline will be staffed from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., Eastern Time. I just mention it because you're you can be out voting today. You may decide, hey, I'm out doing my grocery shopping. I want to swing by the center on Main and get my voting taken care of. And that way, you know, if I get busy or I get sick on Tuesday or something like that, then I'm already I'm already in the uh, I've already got my scorecard taken care of. So you can do that today and tomorrow. So the new state law says three days of early voting, early unexcused voting for any reason you choose. And and one of them has to be a Saturday, so they which went, I like. Yeah, that's good. Some people only off on Saturdays, uh, but out of a Thursday, a Friday, or a Saturday, then you should be, be able. Now you can also vote again on Tuesday at the center on Main, but uh, well, Sam in our not vote again. You you can vote on Tuesday. That's yeah, right. Yeah, you can't vote twice if you choose convenience is important to you, you can vote at the Center on Main Tuesday instead of your normal polling place. Yeah, like if you live in Falls of Ruff, but work in Litchfield, go to the Center on Main on your lunch break. You yeah, Absolutely, you can do that. And I believe what we learned in our production meeting the other day, Sam, was no voting at the Center on Main on Monday. Right, It's, it's yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Then no in-person voting on Monday. Then... You get the normal deal on Tuesday in all the precincts and, you know, your normal voting locations. Where you normally vote, including the center on Main, if you choose, that's the most convenient for you, if you haven't already voted. By the way, it doesn't mean you can vote yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and again on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. You get one time. Mm -hmm. This this is not a – you can vote early, but you can't vote often.
2: Mm -hmm. You can vote again, though, in May. Sure, yeah, you've got to – right, right. There's gonna be, be a couple uh, races on that ballot.
0: Not not this time. Yeah, there will be. Uh, well, I mean, Democrats probably won't have much to vote on.
2: Well, you'll have you'll have uh some of the other offices.
0: Uh statewide election, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, you could see that. Right. Think they'll be primary? Probably not.
2: Oh uh, well wait a second. Voterly vote, vote often? I'm not sure what's happening in North they Carolina. Must do it in North Carolina. <laughs>
0: North Carolina is sketchy anyway. <laughs> Updates on July's eastern Kentucky flooding and last December's tornado outbreak in the West were among the areas discussed by Governor Bashir's weekly press conference yesterday at the Capitol. Um, by the way, there are 236 people living in state park lodges and cottages. That's down from 350 on September the 1st. At the same time, there are 311 travel trailers being used, housing 609 individuals. So he was still coaching people through how to deal with FEMA and those things. Also, the governor was touting yesterday the budget surpluses that the state of Kentucky is experiencing, and he is attributing it to the economy of Kentucky, uh, humming along. Basically, humming is the word he was using, you know, when, when an engine is is uh, moving down the highway. And, and he, he I, I believe him to be factual on that, but again, I will just remind everybody involved that, there are several chefs in that stew. He's the governor, gets the benefit for uh, some of the credit for the economic growth that we're seeing. But the legislature's moves, you know, they work on the budget. They're the ones in control of the purse strings. They're also the ones in charge of changing our tax code and going from a, an income-based tax to a usage-based tax. So we're in the middle of that transition. So I believe there's plenty of credit to go around where he is different is that he is saying the the legislature stopped short of investing the money in education that he wanted. He's really trying to deliver on that campaign promise that he made to get teachers more money, which he has not been able to do to this point, certainly not at the level that he would like as he is seeking reelection next year. So he will continue to bang the drum for and say open up the budget again because he says we can afford it. So it really comes down to a fiscal ideology. Do you spend it as soon as you have it, or do you use it to bank away for a either a rainy day fund or a fund to say once we get to enough into our savings account, we're going to do X. And so, I mean, I'm not surprised that he's asking for it. I'm not surprised that the legislature over here is on the other side going, no, we're not going we're not going to do that right now. We're going to continue think- to rainy day fund it. So I don't know. I mean, I think – Teachers deserve it. I
2: think if anything we learned during COVID is that those the teachers don't get paid good nearly teachers, enough. Good
0: teachers don't well, make I, enough, without a doubt.
2: Why? Well, I mean, theoretically, you could use that about any profession.
0: Okay. Uh, without a doubt. Why? Well, I'm you just saying that, like, say that.
2: You, could say that. you could say that there are. I mean, bad. I mean, there's bad teachers. There's bad cops. There's bad in bad broadcasters. It's mm-hmm. like, and I'm sure that there's some broadcasters in our industry that you think don't deserve a penny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't
0: know if I'd say not a penny.
1: Sam is feeling spunky this P- morning.
0: A penny is a little <laughs> penny is a little insulting. Well, I think you maybe, think you get paid not. too much. Two, two How about that? Well, mm-hmm. nah, you know. I, I actually, it's funny. I don't think that. I think most broadcasters don't make enough money uh, for that, what they yeah, do. Yeah, I think, yeah, yes, I think yes. I, yeah. It's hard to, but it's not. With that. And and the difference is. But you and, know and what I, my w- point is. We're having fun, but the difference is is that it's a taxpayer funded pre- profession versus a a private sector profession. So it's not an apples and apples comparison. But I I certainly am wholeheartedly with you that we don't invest near enough money in the good parts of education, or maybe if we invested more, we'd get a better return on investment if we did. Fact of the matter remains, the legislature says, no, not right now, and the governor is every opportunity going to say, need more, need more, need more, and you can't blame him for that because, one, he promised it, so he, like, really needs to deliver because that voting block will also be very – uh, involved in his reelection. If he is reelected, it will be in part because of the voting power of the KEA and of educators. If that wanes, then he's going to have a real hard time. Because so he really, really needs to get that uh, that raise promise delivered. So he's got something to really tout going into. The election cycle next year. The Kentucky Public Service Commission has opened an investigation for all jurisdictional electric utilities to review the fuel adjustment clause, purchase power cost recovery, current and future fuel and power price volatility, and related cost recovery mechanisms. What's that mean? Look at your utility bill and you see all these little footnote charges. Uh, We woke up on the wrong side of the bed charge. Uh... We can't find enough people to work. Charge, uh, you know, fuel surcharge, da, 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 da. and the PSC is going to look at are those are all those practices fair as they're trying to decide trying to help Kentuckians afford their utility bills heading into what we hope will be a mild winter because if you see the cost of propane, oil, things like that, it is uh, it is up there. Federal officials were on their way to the site of a fatal plane crash in Kentucky yesterday. The plane crashed south of the Tucker Guthrie Memorial Airport in Harlan County. I heard just before showtime a 55-year-old uh, male was uh, piloting that aircraft, and he was the lone passenger in that plane. Callers reported hearing a loud noise in that vicinity around 10 a.m. yesterday and soon learned a small plane had been located. So, And I still did not hear full extent of the injuries Louisville as Sam mentioned yesterday got not even a slap on the wrist um I I don't know what I would call it It was not a tap on the wrist it was not a slap on the wrist it was barely it was a, a pulling f-
2: finger shake it
0: was barely a pulling aside and saying you know mm-hmm. and I did hear Matt Jones explanation yesterday you know he he went and said he, he's okay with the punishment that they got
2: it's like they got flipped to a yellow card yeah, they didn't
0: get a red card. They got uh-huh. a yellow card to use a soccer analogy. But oh,
2: I, I was thinking like your uh, like I think does Alea use the card system in her in her first grade class? Yeah, they clip up and down yeah. on certain colors. So they, they they clipped they clipped up to a like, yeah. Know, uh, you just lost ten minutes of recess, <laughs> kind of thing.
0: Here's where I differ from Matt. I, I believe that the program, the program. Um, is in shambles enough and the the athletic department has been in shambles enough that I, I think they got what they deserved for their wrongdoings that it wasn't by giving them postseason ban it really wasn't going to accomplish much but what it did was it gave the patinos of the world the ability to come out and go see we told you we didn't do anything wrong the NCAA said they weren't going to punish us means we didn't do anything and that's a load of crap yeah, it It, it and then, is complete. And so he's at the sea, see, and I'm not stepping back on campus until you all do right by Tom Jurich. And you all are the people who led to the shambles that this organization is in. And then he gets squarely on you all. And then he says, hang that. He's the one that says, hang the banner back up. The thing yesterday has nothing to do with the previous thing. Uh-huh. But he... It, I said yesterday what makes me mad about current-day politics is that people will take a factoid and then they'll just use it through the prism of the narrative that they want to meet. So he says NCAA didn't punish us. That means we never did anything wrong. And that's crap. Well, two of their assistant coaches were put on a two-year show cause. Yes.
2: So they, what the NCAA said is Rick Pitino didn't do anything wrong, but those two assistants did.
0: And then he stood up and he ripped his shirt open and there was that ugly U L tattoo on his chest. Does he still have that? It's on think? the back. It's on his, it's back. On his back. Yeah, it's
2: okay. on his it's on back shoulder blade. It's on his wing. All right.
0: Though, uh, Kenny Payne's cards did beat Chaminade last night, so that was good for them. Uh, barely. Cats won convincingly against Kentucky State. Good for them. Cats on the road at Missouri tomorrow early. Kickoff is at 11. I don't know if I can get up by then to watch the game and uh, listen to Tom on the call. I'm not not sure I can, but I'm playing man. Countdown by that time. Yep, countdown uh, 9 o'clock tomorrow. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Day number four of Thankful Giving is coming up here on In the Know. Today is Candy Day. If you haven't consumed it by today, fair game. (laughs) <laughs> right? You can. You have held on to it well, since Monday. How much has Alea had? Uh, she, well, she got it. We have a whole candy basket oh, yeah, at our she's
2: house. Not
1: a,
0: just, she's not a huge candy a fan. Uh, so, obviously, except for the Smarties. Well, <laughs> and she
1: loves Pez. And, oh, she does. And love we Pez, are collecting it? Pez dispensers. Yeah, so, she's got if anybody has, good has good any. Good collection. Pez dispensers. But I like it. She doesn't
0: really like chocolate candy that much. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. How good. That means the stuff's left over. It is. Um, Boy, I hope for the best today. It's Use Your Common Sense Day.
1: Uh, well,
0: luckily, luckily, everybody around our campfire today mm-hmm. excels at using common sense. But let's be honest, everybody, as a collective, we audience, let's be honest, the people that aren't in the audience this morning, no common sense.
2: Yeah, it's it's hard, to, hard, hard to disagree.
0: Can't we all agree, though, if a person doesn't have the good judgment to be here? Every day that their their (laughs) their common sense is somewhat sketchy. I think so. It's easy bake oven day today. Oh,
1: I used to love my easy bake oven.
0: So did you get a lay on one? Did Barack Obama kill easy bake ovens? Why? So you know the you know the Obama bulbs, the Obama light bulbs. Because now you really can't buy incandescent light bulbs much anymore. The light bulbs we have don't generate any heat. So that means you can't use a light bulb in an Easy-Bake oven to bake your brownies. So that would be an early point to ponder, did Barack Obama kill the Easy-Bake oven?
2: I'm sure they found a way to still come out with an Easy-Bake oven.
0: Really? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Well, I'd just like to know what the heating apparatus is now because it used Uh to be so simple. Just screw in a light bulb and there you go. It is uh, tomorrow's commercial TV broadcast day. Sunday is halfway point to autumn. It's hard to believe. 45 days in and uh, 45 to go until we get to the winter solstice.
2: And it's going to be 80 today.
0: Yeah. And Sunday, saxophone day.
1: Okay, so... So, the Easy Bake Oven is a working toy oven that Kenner introduced in 1963, in which Hasbro still manufactures as of summer 2022. Ooh. The original toy used a pair of ordinary incandescent light bulbs as a heat source. Yep. Current versions use a true heating element.
0: Ah, so there's so your re- answer. They're putting real heating elements yes. in them then. Okay. It looks Perfect. like you need to get a layout. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> She doesn't need an Easy Bake Oven. She's got a full-size oven that, that she uh, helps use. No, she doesn't use it by herself, but, I mean, she...
1: About once a week. She
0: mm-hmm. participates in cake baking. Yes, she, she does. Um, she's, she's helped. She used to say, and I helped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what she says. Today is number day number four of thankful giving to support the Grayson County Alliance's goal of collecting 200 boxes that get prepped in the month of November. Hopefully you've been following along and it's not too late to catch up. You're not so far. The ship hasn't, the ship is not so far away from the, from the port, uh, from the dock that you can't hop on. So you could easily catch up. Uh, you would just need a box of cereal, uh, peanut butter, some stuffing mix. And then today you would need box potatoes Mm -hmm. and tomorrow you would need mac and cheese. So Mm -hmm. we're going to give you, we're going to do today and tomorrow, both in the boxes so we've got the box potatoes. Okay. Uh, we have three boxes here in the studio. Sam has one. I have one, and so Beach has one. We
1: have two scallop potatoes. I like one. I like
0: scallop potatoes. Yes. Can I? Do you mind if I have those? Sure. In, I mean, in my box. And
1: there is an all gratin as well. Uh, oh, I like
0: all gratin potatoes and too. Then-
1: the mac and cheese, yeah, is just your regular mac and
0: cheese. Okay, so, all right. right. So then I have no, I have no particular request on that one. Then okay. Well, <laughs> <that's> they're <thing laughs> all the same. I mean, they're all the same. So. All right, good. We love right. the thankful giving Santa. boxes. All right, she likes doing this because one, she loves to play Santa Claus and <laughs> give out the gifts. <laughs> And then it's a lot like, like putting uh, Easter eggs in an Easter basket. Yes. That's what she likes. That's the reason that she likes the ceremony. Yes, she could do it during a break, but she'd rather go through <laughs> and go through the exercise of uh, putting them in there. So, And I just saw Colonel Childress say that several people have contacted the Alliance about participating, and that's good. Um, 200 was the goal. We'd love to blow that out of the water, but we know uh, – I I know for sure of three, and I know of a handful of others of people who yes. have said, we're doing that too. So,
1: Well, and anybody that I come in contact with, mm-hmm. uh, I, I gladly hand out the list.
0: Uh, yeah, she's so, kind of putting people on the spot. Yeah. like uh,
1: It's hard to say no.
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't you can't make them do it. No. They are not going to say no. Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing that. So anyway, there's <laughs> thankful giving. So you've got now day number four and day number five. And then on Monday, we'll tell you what Sundays and Mondays are so we can all keep on track. It, this feels like teamwork. I love mm-hmm. it. It feels like every like everybody collectively as a community saying, all right, let's put this in our box today. And then we're going to march them over there at the end of the month. Except for you eager beavers that go ahead and just do it all at once and then say, Here's my box.
1: And again, I, I'm willing to help if, if there are conflicts of getting the boxes dropped off. I can, um, I'm can, i willing to help get make sure that those boxes get there.
0: The fact that toilet paper is the last one still makes me laugh. <laughs> did you have a role in that? Good job. <laughs> <I didn't, laughs> nice, thing. I did not. I saw what you did there. Uh, let's see. So t- uh, the high school playoffs begin this week. And the Grayson County Cougars will be on the road to Greenwood tonight. Where the uh, these teams have not met as many t- as many times as I thought they might have, considering mm-hmm. weren't they in the same district for a while?
2: Yeah, for a uh, stretch of four years they were in the same so district. So not not
0: very long, but how how many times uh, have these two teams this met? I guess this
2: is the ninth matchup. Is that right? Five and three. I think Greenwood leads the like, leads the yeah. series. I, I don't have it right in front of me, but I think it's the ninth matchup. First time they've ever met in the playoffs, though.
0: Yeah, interestingly enough, and part of that is because th- there was a there was a season when Greenwood was really good. So l- let me let kind of take you through the trajectory since we have a child who went to Greenwood. Greenwood was the school for a very long time in, outside of Bowling Green High School, but of the county schools. Greenwood was the, and then South Warren came along, mm-hmm. and then South Warren became the school, and people started sending people in that direction, and... As a result, Greenwood struggled for a while because a lot of educators, they want to go to the new school, they want to be in the new classrooms, it's the new shiny thing, and that just happens. But Greenwood has kind of, that has leveled out a little bit, and they seem to be having a resurgence where maybe they are on good times again and uh, are playing better, at or better athletically than they were for uh, a while, and they feel like they've got a pretty good football team this year
2: they do i mean the 2016 is kind of the year you're we're gonna hear you're gonna hear us talk about a lot tonight is 2016 it's their most wins since that point it's their first home playoff game since that point and they haven't won a playoff game since 2016 as well so 2016 actually no, correct that sorry I can't even say that 2017 they won a playoff game. I was on their broadcast crew when that happened. What am I saying? Uh, they beat Apollo that year. But still, it's their first home playoff game that they've had since 2016. So that's going to be a big conversation point for us tonight. And it's going to be interesting. For one, uh, they've given us very specific instructions on where to park. And I feel like it's a good omen. Do you know where we get the park down there at, at Greenwood? We get the park right next to Penny Reese Field.
0: You can't go wrong there.
2: That's got to be a good omen, right? If if it weren't for Grayson County, Greenwood would have never had Penny Reese. And luckily, (laughs) uh, she's come back home. But uh, Greenwood, really, really good football team this year. I mean, they beat South Warren to get the number two seed. And again, South Warren is a down South Warren team. And again, a down South (laughs) Warren team.
0: Still a good team. Is
2: still a really good football team. But they lost a lot from, but still, Greenwood, the number two seed. And that's where Grayson County will play. And if the winner of tonight's game, no matter what happens, will be going to Owensboro next
0: week. To Owensboro. Well, obviously, it's an uphill battle for the Cougars. But as they finished last week at Monfortville in Hart County, what was your takeaway after your trip uh, to play the Raiders?
2: Lost 14 to nothing. Uh, defense, I was very, very impressed with the defense. I thought they played really well. Hart County had a one touchdown that was 67 yards or something along the lines of that. And then they had one drive where they really moved the ball. But other than that, the Cougars... I think you have to be very impressed with what the defense did. Now, the offense it, it is kind of the question mark. They've been shut out back-to-back games, first time since 2011 that that has happened, and they're trying to avoid being shut out in three straight for the first time since 96. Now, that's something that that's kind of hanging over the hat of, I think if the Cougars can come out and score a touchdown on their first drive, I think that monkey is gone, and then they're in the game. I think that that's a really big thing for them because you don't want this game to spiral out of control because Greenwood has really good athletes. I mean, they got one kid that plays on both sides of the ball, Lofton Howard, who his dad played at Western and is the football coach at Greenwood. His older sister plays on the WKU volleyball team, who is really good.
0: So small people is what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah, and and he
2: plays both (laughs) sides of the ball. He's a tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, leading receiver, one of their leading rushers, and then on the defensive side of the ball, he leads the team in tackles. So he's he's the X factor. Lofton Howard is his name, and then they got a running back, Telltale Long, who's really really athletic. But Greenwood, the one thing that they do is that they're going to run. Kind of a cool football name. It is Telltale yeah. Long. Yeah, uh, Greenwood. Similar to Hart County, they don't run the you know the wing T like Hart County does, but they're going to run a lot of jet sweeps, a lot of misdirections there. So I know Coach Jones was happy that they got. Grayson got the opportunity to play them last week to kind of give them at least a little bit of a taste of what they might be seeing tonight with a lot of misdirections and a lot of handoffs and a lot of speed on the outside.
0: All right. So uh, locker room show at 6.30, mm-hmm. kickoff at 7.00. Correct. Greenwood High. You got uh, your parking pass for Penny Reese Field. and Yep, they said. You're, you're going to park on it?
2: I, I don't know that. Uh, I kind of know their softball coach now that and um, Coach Proctor. I don't uh, think well, she would, she would question, appreciate though.
0: that. If you ask Coach, Coach Reese uh-huh. if you can park on her field and uh-huh. she says yes, don't you feel like that's all you need I as mean, far as permission? It, it's
2: hard to hard to disagree there. But
0: it's her field. got her is. name on it.
2: But I think that should be the Grayson County. I think every Grayson County fan should park right outside. There's not a lot of parking spaces, <laughs> but go park at Penny Reese Field.
0: All right. Sounds good. Uh, I did see where Owens were all breezed through their opening round of the playoffs last night. They won. They two two playoff games last night. Owensboro fifty four to sixteen, and then Saint X beat Louisville Southern fifty three to nothing. They moved those to, because of official shortages again. Yeah, or, and I don't know. I think you would think there I would think, be more uh, officials this. I think, this week. Because, I don't know,
2: but if you remember last year, Great St. County's playoff game got moved to Thursday as well.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
2: Ironically enough, it was also that. Owensboro, and I might just be reading things in between the lines here, but there might be a little extra something of Owensboro wanting that extra day to prepare for that second round game. Maybe. So they might be the official said, well, we might not have enough. And they're like, you know what? We'll take one for the team and we'll just play our first round game and get that extra day of prep. Because I'm sure that their coaching staff will be at the game tonight watching the Cougars and the and the Gators.
0: Sure. All right. So one of the things to keep in mind uh, Locker Room 630 uh, across the channels of K105 Digital Productions, you'll be able to get the we game We also tonight.
2: have to mention, too, we go to the swamp. That's what they call it. And Coach Jones, I think, is going to be a little bit Because for those that are unaware, Coach Jones, Florida guy, went to Florida, you know, coached there when Tim Tebow was there. So I asked him if he's ready to go back to the Swamp. And you could tell that there was a little bit in there that it's like, oh, Swamp's a special place for him. No,
0: He probably doesn't like that being called the Swamp. No. He probably thinks there's only one Swamp.
2: His answer to me was there are no Gators in Kentucky. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, "Where well, there are no polar bears,
0: either. So. Well, there aren't supposed to be any gators in Kentucky. Let's put it that way. All right, so don't forget tomorrow night. Daylight saving time ends, so well, actually early Sunday morning. So let me ask you, where are we on the idea of daylight saving time? Are we? Do we? Do we want to do away with it? Are we okay with it? What? I don't where care. Are we? You don't. You don't care one way. I want to do away with it. You want to do away? Yes. Do away with it. Do you want to stay? Where we are, you want to stay on daylight saving time, or do you want to stay on standard time?
1: You tell me which it is. I like because you know which one. I well, like.
0: it's going to. Ch- I mean, it's going to change and no see, matter I what can't. because of the tilt of the Earth. So my, I'm telling you that this time Monday it will be eight forty four a.m. instead of nine forty four. So on Monday when you wake up, it will be an hour closer to daylight. So let's say if you get up at six a.m. today, the The level of daylight that you had at 7 a.m. today is what you will have on Monday. But that works both ways. If it got dark at 6 o'clock yesterday, it gets dark at 5 o'clock on Monday.
1: So for me, I don't like it either way because I want light in the morning so that I can go out, walk, jog, run. Like, so I want light earlier in the mornings, so I'll have time to do that. But I don't like it getting dark early because I like to be outside doing other things, then yeah. it's a lose lose, isn't it?
0: Well, it just it, <laughs> as the seasons change, anyway, the level of light is going to change. And but once you get accustomed to it, I I mean, I don't mind it. I've never really had a problem with it. And, Sam, it's gotten much easier because a lot of clocks set themselves, so Mm -hmm, you don't really have mm -hmm. to do that much. It's different. Sam, did you know in the old days when they did the daylight saving time, did you know that all the farmers had to go out and set their roosters back an hour whenever the time changed? Is is there a way I can do that to my neighbors? (laughs) Yes. Set them up maybe. I think I just set him up. 5.30 (laughs) a.m.? That's uh, they. Have you ever seen a farmer have to turn turn back a rooster an I hour? See,
2: I don't. There's like three or four of them over there, and I don't think they know what time there's, it is. There's a. Spe- I'm sure. I'm sure he's crowing right now. <laughs> they spe- have no clock. There's label. a
0: special little tool that you take over there, and it's got a little hex head attachment on. If it you
2: want like to go that. take a tool to a rooster, you can.
0: Not. <laughs> We're quick little boogers. Clarkson Town Crier is a rooster. (laughs) We've got to get to a break and come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Did you know, by the way, I loved all the Danny and Sandys from Halloween on Monday as a tribute to uh, Olivia newton john Uh, Did you know Saudi Arabia imports camels and sand from Australia?
1: That seems really weird.
0: It does seem weird. It seems more weird on the sand, yeah,
1: the sand, than it does
0: on the camels. Like camels, I could buy. Like okay, camels. I mean, I'm associated, like I associated with them. But I've seen Lawrence of Arabia. I have I think, seen, you know. I, have, I think I'm calling hogwash. You think? I want,
1: like, I want to see the boat that the that the camels are on.
0: <laughs> right? I say whoa! I mean whoa!
1: whoa oh
0: all right. That's um, weird. Well,
2: oh, oh, well, I'm looking here. I'm looking at the, there's a Wikipedia page titled Australia-Saudi Arabia relations, and one of the points on it is 2018 World Cup qualifying controversy. Uh-oh. So maybe there isn't. Maybe they no longer do the sand <laughs> because there was a... Uh,
0: maybe they used to. Maybe uh-huh. I've got dated information. It's possible. The weekend movie premieres are out. Uh, two things that are apparently new in the cinema. One is called Armageddon Time. Who's in it? Who Anthony Hopkins, Anne Hathaway, <laughs> Jeremy Strong, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Laura Dern, Sam Neill. I oh. know most of yeah, those uh, people. I mean... Wow, some names I know. And then an R-rated comedy drama called The Banshees of Inisherin*. <laughs> Colin Farrell, Brandon Gleeson, and Carrie Condon. I've heard of two of those people. Mm-hmm. I don't know
2: movie. who Carrie Condon is.
0: No, I do I do not. And I couldn't tell you what Brandon Gleason has been in, but I know What was her name? Carrie um,
2: something. Carrie
0: Condon. C O N D O N. One letter off from a word you know. Um <laughs> Alphabetically. Oh, okay. It's adjacent okay. I know who one she letter. is now. He's At least I've he seen didn't even grand.
2: <laughs> no, i No, I just was <laughs> <kidding> <laughs> out. Uh, she is. Uh, you've seen uh, Better Call Saul, right? No. No. Okay. Well, then no. Not she's yet. a character.
0: Only the uh, forerunner. The Yeah. The, uh, you, you see Breaking
2: Bad. Bad. I don't think she's in Breaking Bad,
0: though. Sam, you mentioned her yesterday, and up she jumps. She's just like Beetlejuice. Her name is Cher. Cher at age 76 has been spotted getting close to Amber Rose. I don't know who that Amber Rose's ex, Alexander A.E. Edwards. They call him A.E. because his initials are Alexander. His initials are A.E. for Alexander Edwards, but they call him A.E. Edwards. Okay, that's confusing, but he's only 36. So she's 40 years older she was forty years when he took his forty years old when he took his first breath.
2: Hmm.
0: So, more she's power to him turning back some time.
2: Yes, she
1: is.
0: If she could turn back time and she could find a way, have you seen Zac Efron? He's in some new movie. He looks like that haircut, that haircut. He is a, he's a long way from the high school musical, but they are saying he looks like Lord Farquaad from Shrek.
1: 21st
0: 21st century Lord Farquaad. If he he was short, he would nail Uh it. (laughs) Yeah. But he's, uh, he's pretty ripped at the moment. He's in something. He's filming a movie called the iron claw.
1: That
0: hair. So, but yeah, you could just, and that is helmet hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, you can see where his helmet has been on his head. Mm-hmm. That
1: is, yeah.
0: And the bangs. You but, know, it's I like mean, they put his helmet on and then cut his bangs.
1: I never really, like, was a huge fan, and it's not really my age range, but it was kind of Anna's, but. Yeah, that is just so unattractive.
0: <laughs> Bono reveals that he had heart surgery in 2016, right around Christmas. Bono has a new book out, and so he's been doing a press junket. So we're learning things that we didn't know. But he said that, yeah, he he had a rough time of it in Christmas 2016. Jeff Bezos is looking into buying the Washington Commanders from Daniel Snyder, according to a source. Would this be good for the Commander, Sam, for the Washington football team? Does it matter?
2: I could not care. I heard Jay-Z was going to be in on that, too, if he buys it.
0: So it's going to be a consortium of uh, of investors? That yeah, makes, makes I mean, I, I
2: know that the Commander's fans are getting rid of Snyder is would be a good thing, I think, is what most of them say.
0: Yeah, there's kind of a stigma with uh, all of that that mm-hmm. they probably. Uh, Forbes has released their list of highest paid dead celebrities for 2022, and J.R.R. Tolkien is the top of the list. Oh, wow. Tolkien makes made five hundred million dollars in twenty twenty two, just because of still the publishing sure. rights and uh, everything involved.
2: Number three kind of surprises me.
0: Kobe Bryant at two with four hundred million. Mm-hmm. What I'm unsure of is what 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 are they still selling? Is the are they still selling Kobe sneakers? Sneakers, still-
2: jerseys. He owns a production company. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's right. it's he was real. He was like Shaq in the realm of he did a very good job in investing his money in the right spots okay um,
0: when you get down the list like when you get to the david bowies the elvis the james brown the michael jackson those people i understand because they have catalogs of music but would you that are still used today david bowie would be the number one no but musician? i'm wondering if david bowie david bowie's music appears in a lot of commercials that you don't it realize uh-huh. but i am wondering if part of that was because his catalog was sold last year will he be on that list next year is the question and here's the other thing maybe his catalog my guess is he still owned his catalog otherwise it wouldn't be him doing the earnings it would be someone else makes sense yeah. leonard cohen at 55 million <laughs> doctor seuss still at 32 million the people that manage these estates must be they must you know they're big organizations john lennon at 16 million george harrison at 12 million Gives you some idea of what Paul McCartney is still earning Mm -hmm. to this day if Lennon and Harrison are earning um, on that level. The only thing keeping Paul McCartney from that list is he's still living. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then I know what I'm doing. I think I know what I'm doing next Friday morning. Just announced yesterday, we've already seen Stevie Nicks perform live in Nashville. Yes, Mm -hmm. we saw Stevie Nicks and Rod Stewart. Well, bucket list coming for me. On May nineteenth, Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel in
1: Nashville. Holy smokes!
0: And I'm thinking,
2: either, what is it, SoFi Stadium and Nissan Stadium? I think are the only two shows.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the oh. yeah. They're doing L.A. and they're doing Nashville, and tickets go on sale next Friday Don't morning. Don't
1: tell anybody.
0: Uh, they go on sale at three p.m. Okay. So, I think you're lying. Uh no three no. it'll be three p.m. somewhere on the globe. Um,
2: wow. Hopefully, well, you said tomorrow. You said next Friday morning, didn't you?
0: Uh-huh. It's it's Friday morning somewhere in the world. Uh-huh. Um, but now I still got to see Billy Joel at Madison him. Square Garden. I, I mean, I still uh-huh. have to see. Messing with my. Music I was going to say you're. Uh... <laughs> My Pinocchio is messing with my music. <laughs> I get to a break and come back and wrap it up for the week You're on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Honey, you made biscuits last weekend. <laughs> I did. And by the way, even though they didn't turn out exactly like you wanted them to, yes. I thought they were very good. Well, thank you. But it's made me wonder, why is it Southerners are the only ones who can make biscuits? When you go – if you get north of the Mason-Dixon line and you go somewhere to like a breakfast buffet – now, Cracker Barrel's different because they're doing the same recipe everywhere. But I'm telling you, if you go places in the north or the west and you say – and they say, do you want biscuits? And you go, yeah, sure. Well, they're, and they are terrible. They are not good at all. So why is it Southerners are the only ones that can make biscuits?
1: I don't know. I mean I- – Mine were just not as fluffy as what I'd hoped. I, I don't, I don't, there is skill level in it, and I don't know why.
0: Part of it's the flour, I'll bet. Mean the in temperature the north, of the butter. In the north, do? they yes. use a more dense, like a, a flour is heavier, dense, grayer in color. In the south, we use that fluffy white butter this, this, that makes the biscuits better. You
1: have to use uh, got, cold, I like, Cold, do not let your butter sit on the countertop for any length of time whatsoever, and you cut in cold butter.
2: Felt like I was watching Alton Brown right there. The the type of flour, you know, if it's gray flour, and Mm -hmm. that's his name, right? I I did, who? Alton Brown. I don't know. You also want salted butter. Alton Brown's guy from the Food Network who hosts the show about, like, food science, I think.
0: Oh. So, I just, I I found a note. Hard wheat flour is what Mm. they use in the North. In the South, we use soft wheat flour, and it makes all the difference. I went to, um, wh- where was it? Oh, we were on a KBA trip, and we had we had breakfast at the Capitol Hill Club. But the guy who set up breakfast was a lobbyist who was working for us, and he was from, like, Pennsylvania. And we, when I asked him what was on the breakfast menu, and he told me, and I said, uh, where's the biscuits and gravy? And he said, well, I didn't order any. And I said, do you know who you're dealing with? Like you've got a group of Kentucky broadcasters. You cannot take Kentuckians to breakfast and there be no biscuits or gravy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't work for us anymore.
2: It's like taking a taking a Cincinnati and out having no in not having ghetto. Yeah, that. Uh huh. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't go even
1: here. want to go there.
2: There's another tip. Don't exactly. over knead the
0: dough. No. not do that either. You don't need to over knead.
1: No, uh-huh. because if it gets sticky, it's over. You've you've kneaded it way too much. Mm-hmm.
0: You need to use soft wheat flour. Is what you need to use. <laughs> could you
2: tell the difference if I brought you two
0: uh, between but soft I, wheat and uh, hard uh, wheat? I bet you fifty bucks I could. Um, on TV tonight, twenty twenty well, uh, <laughs> on ABC. Interesting. Young Rock, the season three premiere on NBC tonight. World Series Game Six. Tomorrow, uh-huh. they're they're traveling today. They'll be back in Houston. Then Game Seven will be Sunday, if necessary. If the Phillies win tomorrow, there'll be Game Seven on Sunday. If the Astros win, well, the Astros won. Celebrity Jeopardy is on Sunday as well, and FBI is on CBS on Sunday.
2: Cougar football tonight. That's what you want. No, no World Series. So what else is there to watch?
0: That's right. I mean, there'll be no other sporting events going on. So nope. I mean, they're the Breeders' Cup, but they don't run that in the dark. No. No, I mean especially no night races at the Breeders' Cup. No. Can you imagine? Would, wouldn't – I would love to put – yes. I would love to put a pencil to the wealth represented in Fayette County over this 48-hour period.
2: Let's well, put it – heck, just put it on that little – Quarter mile or the
0: oh, sure. square I mean, just, mile of. Just draw, just draw a rectangle <laughs> around Bluegrass Airport, uh-huh. you know, and drag Keeneland into it. Uh-huh. And then you'll get all those jets and all. And I just think. But we talk about Saudi Arabia and like international, the the combined wealth of everybody in such a square uh, acreage, a small square acreage. Well, it was
2: like the guy yesterday on KSR was talking about. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put $10,000 on that race. I was like, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that I'd ever be confident enough on anything to put ten grand.
0: I guess if you know it so well that it's it's <laughs> not gambling. I mean, there's some risk involved, obviously, but there's risk involved in a lot of things. Uh, today, in, uh, this day in 1995, it, uh, Israeli Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin was assassinated. Abraham Lincoln and married Mary Todd uh, in 1842. King Tut's tomb was discovered this day in 1922. King Tut. No, that's hundred years ago. I was a young man, so I should have played Steve Martin's song today. A hundred years ago today, Hot Lips Hoolihan is eighty-five today. Loretta Swit eighty-five. <laughs> Laura Bush is seventy-six. <laughs> Daniel's son, Ralph Macchio, is sixty-one. Jeff Probst from Survivor is sixty-one. Matthew McConaughey is fifty-three. All right, all right, all right. Puff Daddy is fifty-three today.
1: Still stuck on Grotty Kid.
0: Will Rogers, born in 1879, Walter Cronkite in 1916, Art Carney in 1918.
2: That's a heck of a birthday list right it there. It is a bunch, mm-hmm.
0: Walt, and that's the way it is. November 4th, 2022. For CBS Evening News, I'm Walter Cronkite. Smile. 1954. Though your heart is aching. Nat King Cole, number one. I am little concerned in your TV you didn't drop any Hallmark
2: I'm a little concerned are we there was
0: none listed uh, I mean there was a Lifetime movie listed but the
2: uh, the premise wasn't wasn't uh, good enough for the strawberry cooks?
0: queen and Yukon they don't watch Lifetime that'll rot your brain Hallmark's good wholesome stuff okay Lifetime okay get know. into some bad on Lifetime
2: well I guess you did t- teach him on Tuesday as well that they have the peacock
0: app so they're good <laughs> <laughs> 1963, Our Jimmy Earth's Gilmer and the Fireballs, shack, Number on one the with tracks. Sugar Shack. And everybody huh. calls it the Sugar Shack. Is that next to the Getta Shack? Or oh, the Love Shack? <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Tune, roof.
2: 1972.
0: Johnny Nash number one. With I can see clearly now. See, I think of this, this is in in I one of the see Shrek all movies.
2: It's in one of the extras, I think, of, of Shrek 2. They do like an American Idol for all of the characters. And I remember the three blind mice get up there and they start singing that song.
0: How many Shreks are there?
2: Four, I think. including
1: really? the
2: Christmas one? No, I don't know. I haven't seen that. I've only seen the first three. 81. All in Oats. Private Eyes. Yeah, I still can't believe, because you like Eddie Murphy, that you haven't seen Shrek. Because you like Eddie Murphy, right?
0: I mean, I can pretty much. you know, I mean, I I can. He
2: you just have to. He won't.
0: I mean, I like Eddie Murphy and Shrek. I can just watch those parts. I don't have to watch the rest of it. Wow. Yo, V-I-P. 1990.
2: Let's, Let's kick it. Next time I see a layout, I'm
0: gonna make her she's get on you, and she's about the only one.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say. I felt she's like that. That's me. why I was gonna go to her. How How go her. Stop. Collaborate.
0: Britney Spears, you drive me crazy. Number one, one in '99.
2: Something me tightly flow like a harp, daily and nightly Will it stop, Yo, no. I don't know turn off the lights and i close
0: whatever you like TI number like one I in 08. A
2: stage and watch a chump like I can, dance.
0: dance post Malone number <laughs> one with Rockstar, five years ago today when a felony. meody anything less the for today you once you do something you love you never have to work again once you do something you love, you never have to work again. for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do, too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B Jimmy M.B., and now you're in the know.